0: Hello everybody, welcome back to The Missing Piece, a place where we discuss making peace without mind, body and souls and today I am going rogue everybody, honestly I don't know what I'm going to talk about today. I usually have a topic in mind and I do have a few that I would like to share and talk about but honestly... um... (laughs) just I'll share a little bit more about our kind of life situation at the moment but it is really um it's very easy to fall into fear and stress at the moment and just being able to manage hold space for a lot of different things that are going on different emotions and it's, I've just not really had the time and energy to go, right, okay, let's get in a really inspired place to share something in particular. But what I am doing is I'm going, you know what, I'm just going to share what is here right now. So here right now that I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. And I'm doing it because also I'm just dedicated to sharing a podcast once a week within the seasons. Of course, you know, I have seasonal breaks, but seasonal season breaks and they are often kind of seasonal maybe yeah you know what I mean so here I am sat with my brew uh, with the phone in like a tripod stand on its side with a pillow over it and I'm sitting on the floor next to the bed and I'm gonna get a really numb leg as I always do because I never change position and tell myself to do so every single time and then I can't really get up you know when it's that it's that dead it's really quite hard to actually get up you just kind of lost all control over it so what's going on right now okay so we are moving out in two weeks from now and we don't have anywhere to go. <laughs> Yay! Um, so this week it's it's not. We've been kind of exp- we've been exploring loads of different options. But there was one week there was kind of a big one, and it's not really taken form. So we're exploring different options, and we're going to be moving out whilst at the same time looking for somewhere to buy. So we're moving out and essentially looking for somewhere to to stay short term, which you know that obviously cuts down getting a rental for a longer period because they're usually kind of six months and then we're obviously looking to buy so it's kind of holding both them things and I've just recently returned to full-time work and I'm just learning to manage my anxiety which is very much around feeling out of control or rather that if I lose control my anxiety kicks in so like if I'm not controlling a situation it can kick in or if I don't have enough time to do things that I want to do that my brain has gone this thing needs to be done at this time that's when it kicks in and I don't think I'm alone in this I think a lot of anxiety um, kind of preys on that on that feeling there that feeling of what is it? The feeling of a guest, but it's like finding a space for itself to to come in and 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 take form, and that's where mine goes really. So you probably would have heard in the last episode, um, which I recorded about two weeks ago, and this one has just been recorded about. Well, this is on the Saturday before I release it on Monday, and yeah, I uh, I'm getting a lot a lot better with the full time work. I've adapted to it a lot more than I, well, not that I thought that I would, I guess, but how my anxiety made me feel in that first week, I thought, oh, holy fuck, this is going to be hard. But we're so resilient, aren't we? And especially, I think a big thing that's driven me through this is to really focus on all the work I've been doing over the past maybe three, four years on self-inquiry, getting to understand myself, getting to better know my mental health, what I need, the self-care that I need, and becoming just more in tune with myself. And also, I guess that sort of feeling of really knowing that everything always works out because it, it always does, doesn't it? I'm going to slip away in this one. And. Uh, <laughs> um yeah it always works out if I look back in my life and I think every situation worked out and what I mean by that is it hasn't always worked out in the way that I wanted it to work out but it's always worked out for my highest good and when we're away from them, situations that felt so all-consuming at the time when we have that distance from them they're often nowhere near as bad as they felt within them and that's not to say you don't honor what's going on right now in the moment because it's important to do so but I also think that that perspective is is quite a healthy way to keep yourself just a little bit grounded during big transitional times like this and you know if you've been following my story for a bit you know that I I wasn't really wanting to go back to full-time work and I'm really focusing on gratitude because I've managed to find this job that I was very resistant to in the beginning but it's actually I'm really enjoying it so far it's challenging it's there are lovely people that I'm working with my manager's amazing there are loads of like these kind of benefits that you get from working for big organizations that I haven't really experienced in the jobs that I've done before and so there's a flexibility to them there's I I I get it now why you know people pick Uh, a kind of a career in a particular organization, whatever. I have never really got that. And now I get it because it's actually really quite grounding. I spent a long time not grounded, feeling like grounding down. And when I talk about grounding down, I mean, kind of, I would say settling is the right word, but you know, just finding like um, a rooting in the moment in that you root within maybe in a particular job or relationship or literally where you live. Um, in what you want in life. And I've always struggled with that. I've always, always wanted the next thing or always changed my mind and have this very much up and down roller coaster of going, no, oh my God, I've never heard of that job, for example. And then gone, that's the job I want to do for the rest of my life. Two weeks later going, nah, I'm done with it. What's next? You know, and saying with like, okay, right. I've been still for a while, I want to start moving now. Like I want to go traveling again or whatever. That feeling of dissatisfaction. And I think ultimately, probably a lot of fear with being in one place. And actually, I think really that's what I need at the moment is that rooting, that grounding. And, you know, to really sort of settle in myself. And it's not easy, but I, feel it is right if that makes sense you know I think often when we really start looking at the difference between which I think essentially is just the difference between love and fear in your life and you get to understand how fear feels for you then when you're leaning into the love which I know that I need in the moment is this grounding it's um doesn't mean that it's easy because there, are, there is still fear here. There is still a lot of fear that I can logically say, look, okay, staying in one place, in one job, in, in one house and whatnot, uh, and not feeling like I have to travel or move or whatever, that's what I need. And I want that because it's a place of love and deep connection. You know, if I look back on the times in my life when I was doing the traveling or I was changing jobs and whatnot, it was, it wasn't very, It wasn't very peaceful, maybe, not the best way to describe it. It maybe felt exciting and there were hits of highs and great experiences, but it wasn't very connecting because you can't really get that connected to people when you are constantly moving in things. And I think essentially those, if you feel that desire to move, it's important to explore that. But through my journey, I'm just saying from, from where I'm at, that sometimes that can come from a place of fear of being still. And I think, why do I fear being still? That's a difficult one. I'm not entirely sure why I fear being still in a one place, but what I do know is that I've spent a lot of my time, all those things I was different things I was doing, like a different job or the traveling, whatever, it was very much a distraction from the present. And I historically have probably found it difficult to be in. Presence. But I've also then, from all the different things that I've done, gone, hang on a second. Okay, maybe it felt quite cool to move from one thing to the other because you're not getting really grounded in something, getting really connected to someone or something. So you kind of get the safety from the movement. It also just feels a bit dull and dissatisfying because, you know, I can relate back to one actual experience. When I was on my cycle tour, when I cycled from the South of France up to John Groats. So I called it my soft jog journey. So for anyone who knows the whole le jog, um, lands and John Groats, I called it soft jog because it was from the South of France. <laughs> Bit of a geek joke there. It's not even a joke, really. It's just a geek comment. Yeah, yeah. Moving on. And I was somewhere on the South Coast of England, probably, yeah, kind of around Portsmouth, I think, was I? Hmm yeah I think so was I near Portsmouth? was it Southampton my god yeah really can't remember (laughs) but anyways I was down there and um I just remember cycling along this little road and looking out over the sea and whatever town was below and I needed to put sun cream on because it was a really hot it was like when was it 2019 it was like a really hot I think it was um uh like a bank holiday was it easter even but like it was a really hot one and like an unprecedented one really for for the uk but we were in the south of england so perhaps that's just because i'm a northerner and it it blew my mind but i was putting the sun cream on on a regular basis and it was hard because i was cycling and obviously i didn't want to burn um i didn't want to be too hot wearing sleeves all the time sweaty and knowing that i maybe wasn't going to be able to have a proper wash that night and i just remember sitting there looking out and going I wish I had someone with me to put that sun cream on my back. You know, just someone there with me. And I think in that moment I realized that after being single for a very long period of time and being very independent for a long period of time, that actually I was blocking out love. And the more I explore this journey, that particular period, that particular moment was very much a blocking of that romantic love, I guess. Um, but I realized that I've just blocked in love in in all the ways that I see love. You know, if you talk about love in terms of this, I'm talking about a real unconditional love, a love that is an energy, the best way I could describe it, this energy that is a connection to all that is to to just feel that that bond with not just nature necessarily in the way that we see nature, but remember that nature is ourselves as well and other human beings and just life and... I really felt it in that moment. I thought, you know what? Maybe life feels safe because I'm doing what I want to do and I am in control and I'm choosing to do the traveling or choosing to do this and do that. And it all sounds amazing, but I'm not experiencing it with anyone. So I'm like on this flat roller coaster. This is the way I've described it probably before, but I really want the highs and lows of a roller coaster. And so that's what love can bring, can it? And I, again, not just romantic type, but that kind of. I mean, it's always steady I think as an energy but it can bring our human selves into places which are incredibly high but incredibly low because when we open up to somebody we open our hearts to something someone just being able to be fully present in the moment our we can get hurt and that's like our human selves being hurt you know and then we can really fear those situations or being in those situations again And so effectively, um, coming back to where we are now, I think it's important to really be aware of when you're leaning into the fear, when you're leaning into the love. And I've had a few experiences recently that have made me realise that I'm still operating a bit more from a place of fear than I realised and that I want to actually lean so much more deeply into that sense of love and connection because ultimately a real epiphany moment a week or two back was that, to me, all that really matters. All I'm going to be thinking on my deathbed is, did I choose to live in that situation? Did I choose to be present with those people I was with? Did I choose to be connected to them? And anything that feels, or any situation that feels like I'm not doing that in, then I think there's there's an element of fear there. And so that's something that I'm really, really working on the moment. And so if I actually look at this weekend I've really, I felt like we've dived into a lot of fear, searching for somewhere to live and it's fair, it felt like I've been out of, out of my power. Do you know what I mean? Like when you start to go, Ooh, like that option is really bad for a lot of reasons, but there's one reason why it is good. So I'm going to go for that and do wrong, sometimes we have to do that, but like, if we're looking at something that goes, that's so out of our budget, that's just so stupid, but it's available, do I take that just because, like, a sense of, of scarcity, scarcity, you know? Never know which one's the way to pronounce that necessarily. Not that there's a right way or wrong way to pronounce things, but, you know, what's the kind of, what's the British way of pronouncing it, what's the American way of pronouncing it, I don't know. Um, But anyways, scarcity, scarcity, and... And you know, it's not felt good. So whenever we kind of go into that place of lack, which is where fear or lack is where f- uh, fear is where lack lives. Yeah, that's the best way to describe it, isn't it? No, lack is where fear lives. Fear, <laughs> lack is a protection of fear is what I'm trying to say. It's like um, an extension of fear. Lack is any form of like scarcity, um, kind of general worry, anxiety, um, not enough, lack of worth, all these different things, feeling out of control, it's all that sense of fear. And the more I've been on this journey of personal development, of spirituality, of self-connection, self-inquiry, whatever you want to call it, or all of it all together combined, I can now discern a little more between when it's love and when it's fear. And I know that choosing love will always win, but it isn't easy. And there are situations, like I said, that trigger your fear parts because, you know, my fear part is triggered because it's like, where are you going to live in two weeks time? This is crazy. This is so unsettling. You need to sort the situation out now. But I also... Know that when I lean into that love and lean into surrender and lean into trust, that everything will work out as it's meant to. Everything is happening for us, not to us. And already, even though that surrender and that trust kind of, you might think, sounds like giving up. I don't see it as giving up. I actually see it as pretty empowering to go, do you know what? I trust. I trust this will work out because it always does in a couple of months time in a couple of weeks time even you know 6 months years from now depending on whatever situation you're in it never feels as bad looking back does it it never does that's the power of reflection that's the power of that you know that wisdom that comes from hindsight essentially and funnily enough, I got a real inspiration the other day to start writing a bunch of um advice that I would give. Well, not advice, I would say, but um, pointers, wisdom from myself right now to my younger self. And I started to think, do you know what? When you do that, you realize actually that you have learned a lot in life and you have applied a heck of a lot of lessons. You really have. I would definitely recommend doing that. It's always, you know, sounds cheesy, but just write down what you would tell your younger self. Your younger self wouldn't listen, let's be honest. <laughs> younger self had to go and find it out for itself. But, you know, it's just, I just found it very, um, it just made me realise that of how far I, I'd come, you know, and that actually, you, you're not just sitting here, not knowing what to do with your life, not feeling in control of your thoughts or emotions actually you've learned loads so do appreciate yourself in when you're you know just in life just appreciate yourself and lean into what you have learned and how you are applying that now and write yourself your younger self uh, a letter and then I started thinking I wonder if I can write one the other way around so I'm going to explore that actually Like what can my younger self teach me what can our our younger like in our inner child, what can our inner child teach us? It teach us about trust and fun and joy and being present, you know, all these um, all these things, that all these feelings, these energies that are within us still, but we've just had experiences that have maybe made those a bit more difficult to lean into, and then perhaps in the way that we live, we are blocking that out even more. So, I think there's power both ways, isn't there? It's not to say that the younger self didn't have any idea of what was going on or was doing things wrong, because they weren't. They were doing what they could in that moment from what they knew. So what did they know that you've maybe lost touch with now? It's something, something to explore there, isn't it? And then in terms of leaning into love right now when like that fear felt so all consuming earlier on today and and I knew that it was how did I come back to a little sense of love and just find a bit of that within me don't get me wrong the fear is still very much there in this moment but how can I lean into that love and so what I have done today is I actually I, I took the dog for a walk in the morning which is always something I do it's very grounding I really believe in morning rituals however short or long they are although I would say a massive, massive tip personally. Um, You'll hear a lot of people say it, but honestly, it is so big in setting you up for your day and everyone can do it regardless of how busy you are. And that is to just turn your Wi-Fi off overnight. Don't look at those messages when you get up in the morning. And I don't just mean for that first five minutes. I mean, don't look at your messages until you've had your own morning, you've sorted the kids out for school, you've or nursery or whatever, you've got ready for work. Do not look at your messages. Do not look at social media. Don't get straight into that responding state. Take the time to tune in with yourself first. And you can get up, like literally set your alarm one minute earlier. When that alarm goes off, put your hands on your heart or one in, you know, your left hand on your heart, one on your belly, and just ask yourself, how am I feeling and what do I need today? And when you know that, you can then be aware of how you might be affected by things throughout the day. So you can go like, oh my gosh, I just feel like that situation hit me harder than it does another day. And if you are actually ever aware of the fact that maybe you wake up in the morning, you feel a bit anxious, you feel a bit worried, you feel a little bit lost, or, you know, maybe it's the other way, you could feel very confident or very much at peace. Remembering that there can really help you bring kindness in for the rest of your day. And Going back to the phone as well and not getting into a responding state, responding to other people. Don't get me wrong. I know there's sometimes when you need to check certain messages. I'm not saying don't ever do that, but I'm just saying be aware of when we need to do that because we can start getting so stuck in, in giving or so stuck in, in giving our energy away, even to social media or to watching the news, which I don't do either. All those things are very much a giving. There can be a lot of negative energy, there can be triggers there. But if we take that time to just tune in, be with ourselves and be as present as we can in the morning, that can like massively set you up for the day. So that's like probably my pro tip for getting into the state of love. I also, just as a little FYI, for my morning routine, I tend to do like now that I'm starting work a bit later at the real late time of nine (laughs) o'clock, that's crazy, it's the latest I've had to start work for a long time. I do a little workout in the morning I do a meditation I sit and have a brew and whatnot and I do all these things um obviously I get ready for work and stuff but but yeah essentially I do all that in the morning and that really does just ground me and set me up I know how I feel I know that there are certain parts of me that maybe need a bit more kindness and support than others and yeah that's been really really massive for me um so yeah just as a little aside if you but I do think find your own morning ritual based on what it is that you can give, what feels right for you intuitively, what grounds you, what makes you feel self-connected. But essentially if you're like me going through these sort of transitions that are bringing a lot of fear in, finding ways to come back to love are really important and before I actually, I just put on one of my favourite songs or like it's a jig, literally it's called the 20th, anniversary jig by Skip Nish and it's quite a long like maybe like six seven minutes or something maybe it's only five minutes god I remember when songs used to always be like a lot longer and now they're you know a minute long but I just danced that out and it really expanded my energy it really lifted it you know because it was hard I was constantly looking for places to you know stay for a bit inquiring getting no's Finding out and being like, oh holy fuck, we really just cannot even justify that money, um, and yeah, it's uh, that was really really big for me. Or oh, you know, find what it is for you. Take um, like for me, I went like I said that dog walking the morning. I actually just went out and went for a run. I, I drove. It's like a fifteen minute drive away to a, a little kind of woods forest, I went for a run around there. And that grounding, that connection to nature, was really really. Big for me at the start of the day. I went for a run and then I stopped and had like a moment, hugging a tree, (laughs) stretching by the tree, and just listening to the silence. It was a very silent morning. It was really nice actually. And so nature is a massive one. So coming back to that sense of love, meditation, Reiki is massive for me. I've done my level one Reiki online, but I'm actually going to be doing it in person in. Well, on the 21st of March is when I do it. 21st and 22nd March. I'm really excited for that. So I'm in my kind of like 21 day healing prior to Reiki type of um, time. So that's beautiful. But yeah, love, I think, is just this energy that we all have within us. And it can be so grounding and so supportive. And really, it's always there. It's not conditional. It's always there to support you it's, you know, it's a constant. And I can't really describe necessarily how it feels for me. necessarily. It's a, it's a real feeling within my body. It's a state of energy that I feel. And so the more I lean into it and find it, the more I can then obviously find it again and discern between that and fear. And I think it's as simple as that. We can break down the, the feelings of love into, into different things, I guess, or we can break down the feel, like I said. But if we can just take the time to go, hang on a second, does this feel like love or fear and just see what comes up and then start to follow that sense of love more and i just i just see it as a way of being able to actually enjoy all our lives even when they're difficult right now i do not want to sit here and just feel disempowered and feel like i am out of control don't get me wrong this isn't about controlling a situation this is about being out of control within my power like not feeling power, not feeling my power, not feeling the trust, not feeling the, the level of surrender. And I'm just not, nah, I'm not willing to be stuck in that place. We often have these moments of transition and we think, oh, just wait till it's over. But why can't we just find some enjoyment in it? Like I'm trying to focus. I am focusing, It's not that easy, but I am focusing on the excitement of this journey and knowing again with that reflection that this is so temporary so temporary so yeah (laughs) that's essentially what we're talking about today I guess it's a journey back to love it's the power of reflection it's just an open sharing um yeah I hope you've enjoyed it if you have any you know comments any response do let me know and yeah I'll see you again next week um, to talk about who knows what. (laughs) We'll have some guests coming back on soon once I kind of, again, have the energy to sort of work all that through. But I hope you're enjoying these solo episodes. I'm really hoping to lean more into these kind of open or in sharing. So it's always great to have your feedback. Thank you very much, everybody. Have a lovely week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to know what you think of the episode and you can reach out to me in the show notes below. The options are there. And if you feel called to rate or review or share this episode, I would be incredibly grateful. Thank you very much, everyone.